This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Dan Wanshura. Coming up later on the show today, hear how northern Michigan schools help students cope with teen suicides. But first, suicide rates are the highest they've been since World War II, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Just in the last 20 years, they've gone up 30% in the U.S., But across the country, local crisis hotlines are shutting down, and national companies are taking over. IPR's Bronte Cook reports. Third Level Crisis Services is a small nonprofit in Traverse City. For nearly half a century, they've offered a number of services for people in crisis, including a 24-7 crisis hotline. People could call the hotline in any type of crisis, like if they were having suicidal thoughts, abusing drugs, or struggling to raise a teenager. Third Level helped people who didn't have anywhere else to turn. I found a home I didn't really have in many other places at Third Level. That's Megan Morrissey, a youth crisis worker at the organization. She began volunteering at the crisis line four years ago, when she was in college. At that time, she was grieving the death of her father. She was also facing homelessness and navigating adulthood with little support from home. For Megan, Third Level was a safe haven. They saved my life countless times, and I know that they saved so many lives, and they helped so many people. People knew us and could drive by and see the lights on, know there's just always going to be a person there. She says that helped build trust and a sense of safety. Third Level's crisis line served 18 counties in northern Michigan, but in April... The crisis hotline shut down. It really did feel like uh, the death of someone. That was highly emotional. Mental health agencies all over the region had helped fund it, but they all ended their contracts, eliminating the crisis line's primary source of income and forcing it to close. Many of those organizations switched to a company called Protocol, a national crisis hotline. Their closest call center? It's in Grand Rapids, 150 miles away. So why'd they switch? When asked about money, a spokesperson for North Country Community Mental Health didn't want to comment on the cost difference between protocol and third level. She said she didn't have to answer that. Carl Kovacs is the CEO of Northern Lakes Community Mental Health Authority. He didn't want to give specifics either, but says the contract costs between third level and protocol were similar, and that they switched because protocol simply has more mental health professionals. It's a bigger system. It's a larger company. We feel that that's a higher level of service for the people we serve who will be calling that phone line. Third Level had licensed staff, but they also relied on trained volunteers from the community. All over the country, mental health agencies are increasingly funding national call centers, putting small local ones out of business. The stories of the call centers that close are often an unsung story. It happens slowly, and it happens relatively quietly. That's Travis Atkinson. He's from the American Association of Suicidology. The funding drives up. Other organizations that have uh, developed a national presence will come in, and because of their efficiencies and how they provide crisis call services, they can do it at a lower rate. But these national call centers, they can't always provide the sort of personalized care that local crisis centers, like Third Level, can people are less connected than they used to be. There is strength in a well-connected and local mental health community. 
especially in areas where people are isolated. Relationship is so much more important in rural areas. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, rural counties consistently have higher suicide rates than urban ones. Their rates are around 45% higher. Third Level doesn't have their crisis line service anymore, but they do still offer legal aid, suicide prevention workshops, and youth programs. Mickey Genazzo is director of Youth and Crisis Services. We're still here doing things that help young people and make our communities safer from suicide and help meet legal needs. We're still here. For Points North, I'm Bronte Cook. I'm Dan Wanshura. This is Points North. We asked you to reflect on Third Level's crisis line and share your experiences. Grant Parsons served on its board for 15 years. He says the organization's crisis services taught him the value of community, and he's sad to see the hotline go. Everybody was trained locally. They had people sitting on those lines. All the left-behind people were cared for. It was almost a perfect idea of community self-help. Monica Evans used to volunteer there and got a job at the crisis line out of high school. She wrote on Facebook, quote, My brother worked there, and I knew I wanted to do the same. Best job ever. Open doors and open phone. It was epic for TC. Unquote. Thank you to each listener who shared their comments. And we just wanted to reiterate one more time that while the hotline has shut down, Third Level is still open and offering its other services. If you're in crisis, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. This is Points North. I'm Dan Wanshura. Suicide rates among kids and young adults are on the rise, too. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the suicide rate among 10- to 19-year-olds increased by more than 50% in the U.S., That increase happened between 2007 and 2016. Lauren Olson is a school psychologist for Traverse Bay Area Intermediate School District. She's here to talk about why suicides are on the rise among students and what schools in the area are doing to address it. Lauren, thanks for talking. No problem. Why are so many kids and young adults committing suicide? Well, that's a million-dollar question. I think there's no easy answer. I think everyone, especially who works with kids, has opinions of, oh, it's the cell phones, oh, it's social media. It's this culture and generation of kids. It's really unique of what they're going through. From what I grew up with and what these kids have to grow up with, it's, it's just astounding that they've got so many resources that literally in their pockets of their phone. But... It also can be super isolating because they're not interacting with their peers and humans in general are social animals and need to interact. Another huge factor is you can't go home. So if you're getting bullied at school, you can't just go home and turn it off. It's, it's kind of, it follows you on your phone. How do you prevent copycats among students in, in dealing with and talking about suicide and, and bringing up maybe the death of a student? There certainly are some research articles and best practice protocols to follow. Um, Like, for example, when there's a student suicide, we recommend that for sure you want to memorialize and honor the student, but nothing permanent um, is a general guideline. I think it's just being there and talking and having the kids aware of what happened and 
having them know the resources and how to access support, that I think is our biggest prevention of copycats. Lauren Kingsley Middle School tragically had three students commit suicide last year. Why do you think one school had so many? I don't know. So I work in a small rural community too, and their schools, and I've never had a year with such high students reporting suicidal ideation. I don't think it's unique to Kingsley that there's a number of depressed students. I think that we've got in their general population a really significantly high number of kids who are depressed. Um, And it's just really, really tragic that so many in Kingsley happen to commit to follow through. I know every school has a different response to suicides, but how does a district go Mm -hmm. about in helping uh, structure a a normal school day after a tragedy like uh, a student suicide? So the ISD always will offer to be there with support people on hand. You want some standardized communication of this is what happened. These are the facts. Um, Again, and that's to provide clarity to the students, to the staff, so people aren't making up stories of what happened. They, they need to know what happened. Usually somebody will follow the student's class that day um, because it is a, it's a really hard thing. You think, okay, it's going to be a really, really hard morning. The morning's going to be the p- toughest part. But then you realize, oh, he had pottery at third hour. Those third hour kids haven't seen him that day, and they're going to come to a classroom with an empty seat. So we need someone there to, to just be there and talk to the kids and listen to them and talk about process their feelings, what's going on. Do you think schools are properly equipped to handle the issue of suicide among their students today? Um, again, that's that's another million-dollar question. I think I, I don't think there's an easy fix. It's like, oh, if we only had more school psychologists to student ratio, this would all be fixed. Um, so I don't know. I think we have great resources. It's just a matter of how are we using them? How are we planning? And how, are, how can we support school staff and school teachers, especially, with using the resources that are available? Lauren Olson is a school psychologist for Traverse Bay Intermediate School District. Thanks for the chat, Lauren. Thank you, yes. And that wraps up our show this week. I'm your host, Dan Wanshura. Morgan Springer is our executive producer and editor, and this is her final week with the show. She's moving on to some new opportunities And though we're excited for her, I can speak for all of us here at IPR when I say that we're also really sad to see her go. But don't worry, Points North will be back here next Friday on Interlochen Public Radio. Or if you're one of our digital listeners, we've got you covered at pointsnorthradio.org and wherever you get your podcasts.